0: Welcome everyone to the way we live podcast. This is your host Candace Freeman. It's a new day and God is using ordinary people to do extraordinary things. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in with us today. Keep listening so that you can hear the latest episode with our special guest. welcome everyone this is Candace Freeman your host of the way we live today I'm so excited because we have a special guest Uh, she's a member well I thought she was a millennial but it turns out she is generation c whatever that means Um, and she's a recent graduate from Georgia State she has a bachelor's in public health Uh, she's just an awesome young woman Uh, with a bright future ahead. She's a, you know, daughter, a niece, a phenomenal granddaughter, and uh, she's just got a bright future ahead of her. So I'm so excited to talk to her in our series. Uh, Well, it was entitled Millennial Madness, but uh, I'll have to get creative about that since she is in a different generation. Anywho, well, today we have Carmen Tucker, and we're so excited to have you, Carmen. Welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yes, so excited that we can uh, just get a chance to chat, you know, talk about some things on the way we live. Uh, I failed to mention that Carmen was also our first wellness intern at Way to Live, and she was such a valuable help. Um, Just all the work that you did for us over the summer, I think two years ago, uh, doing research for us and finding out Mm -hmm. social media and all of that good stuff. Um, So, you know, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you hope to do in the future, in the near future as a recent grad.
1: Okay, so thank you for introducing me again. My name is Carmen Tucker. I just graduated from Georgia State University with a Bachelor of Science in Public Health. So during my time in undergrad, I studied many public health topics, including environmental health, um, epidemiology. Diseases, chronic diseases, um, child and maternal health and mental health and things like that. Out of all of those subjects, my favorite turned out to be child and maternal health, which coincidentally turned out to be a major aspect of my life as I am a new mom now. So right. yes, that that is my interest. Um, I hope to go, well, not hope, I will be going to grad school eventually and studying more about child and maternal health because I want to be a clinical social worker. So I want to particularly work at hospitals and inner cities. Um, I may start off in my hometown, Washington, DC, or I may move down south. We shall see how things will go with that. But I definitely want to work with children and become a clinical social worker.
0: All right. Awesome. Big up to all the millennials and Gen Zers, Gen Zoomers in the DC area. Y'all need to go ahead and check Carmen out on social media, but we'll get to that. Um, so, you know, Carmen, 2020 was a interesting year for everybody, right? So like you said, you graduated, you became a new mom, um, you know, all during the pandemic and everything. And, and so, Thinking, I guess, with your hopes about uh, being a clinical social worker in the future and all of that, as we step into this new year, what are some things that, you know, you think or that you hope to do this year that maybe you'll encourage some of your peers to do this year to try to make 2021 a better year?
1: Something that I will definitely work on myself. Well, i think i've already started working on it but i would definitely encourage my peers is just to learn yourself um now that a lot of people are trapped in their homes or we should be for the safety of ourselves and others just take this time out to learn more about yourself um figure out what your real interests are you know with yourself not just Okay, like you enjoy hiking or you enjoy clubbing or you enjoy, you know, spending time with your friends outside of your social life. What's something that you like to do with yourself? So if you like to go out to eat, but we're in a pandemic right now, maybe you can start cooking some of your favorite foods at home, you know, create a cookbook, you know, something that's interesting for you. Or if you know that you like to express your thoughts, maybe write, you know, you can journal, order yourself a journal, you can write, create a book things like that so just figuring out what you like about yourself and just spending more time with yourself I feel like that's very important and it helps you to build better relationships with others when you know and you are comfortable with yourself
0: that is good I mean you just said a mouthful I promise you what you just said will really preach because there's a lot of people who you know you're grown you're in your early 20s but there's a lot of people who are in their 50s 60s 70s who aren't comfortable with themselves and i think that we have seen that now we are created to be relational beings you know god created us to have a relationship with one another um, but more importantly a relationship with him however i think one of the things that this pandemic has highlighted is sort of on a line with what you said is that people are being more isolated than they've ever had to be their entire life and they're struggling to cope. And so, if I'm understanding and I'm hearing what I think you're saying, is that, you know, coming up with ways to cope with liking to be with yourself, mm-hmm. you know, yes, and so. Exactly. I think that's you know just rich and it's deep and um, I'm a journaler so I love to journal you know I think that's a great tip even for me uh, I think I've said it before on this podcast I love to dance um, so even just finding like line dance videos on YouTube has been really great for me it's something that I can do here and you know, and, and just enjoys it's, it's fun, but it's not dependent or contingent on other people. So, so I love that. I love yeah. the point that you made. Um, now being as though you're a student and soon to be professional in public health, what does wellness mean to you personally? And I know you're from knowing you personally, I know you have an awesome self-care routine so uh, what (laughs) does wellness mean to you and what is one part of your personal wellness regimen that you want to share with others okay so
1: i'm glad you mentioned the self-care part because to me wellness means having great health all around so for me that looks like you know making sure that i'm healthy physically emotionally and mentally I feel like if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. So if you making sure, I don't know how religious or spiritual everyone is, but I prefer to pray every morning and night and sometimes throughout the day. So if prayer to me um, brings me a peace of mind. So if I feel like I'm at peace, I feel like I can conquer anything that the day brings me. So as long as I'm at peace, as long as I know that God is by my side, I'm good mentally um that's what I do for my emotions meditation helps a lot sleeping making sure that you're not sleep deprived making sure that you're using your resources if you know you have a lot on your plate don't be afraid to ask for help yes um that's a major thing for me um just asking for help and making sure that I'm getting the proper rest even if I'm not sleeping if I have a day where I know I don't have a lot on my agenda just taking you know about two hours to just relax on the bed or on the couch you know just giving your body some rest just not walking not watching tv sometimes just put your phone down put your phone away and just sit there and just be in your thoughts you don't have to be sleepy to just rest also physically exercise which is something that i need to get back into but even if you're getting 20 minutes of exercise a day That can really get your day going. Preferably in the morning, it gets your day going. It gets your mind and your blood flowing. Mm -hmm. And you know, you just feel a little bit more productive when you've done something like exercising. I know that speaking to you, I know that you exercise in the morning. And so things like that just really make you feel good about yourself. So if you are taken care of mentally, physically, and emotionally, that's wellness to me. Yeah, that's that's Yep. And on top of that, self-care. So that's a major thing for me, (laughs) self-care. I don't really remember when I picked this up. I don't know, maybe as a child because my mom, she she takes good care of herself as well so maybe it's just something that I saw and just picked up on my own mm-hmm. but I know I definitely take time out every day to do something that I love so I love to eat and I love to watch TV and now that I have a baby and there's a, it's a pandemic I can't really go outside as much as I want but I know I might bake some cookies you know every now and then or just make myself a food that I really like Mm -hmm. and watch my favorite show so that I can laugh like things like that that's self care for me I also make sure that I keep my hair and my nails done like that's self care for me so if I if I look at my nails and you know sometimes I might go without getting my nails done but if I start to feel down I'm like, okay, I got to get my nails done because I know that's going to make me feel better. That's self-care. Just making sure that you're never down for long. Everybody has their days. Everyone has their moments. But you can be sad today, but tomorrow you need to make sure that you do something to pick yourself up. And I usually do something every single day to keep me uplifted.
0: I think that's, that's great. That, that's really important. And um, you touched on something just briefly that I think is really important. Something that I put on my list for self-care is laughter. Like, you know, I think with some of the things that the people that I talk to and just all that I have on my plate, sometimes it's easy to get stressed out. I think that's one of the great things about my morning exercise routine, too, is that I blow off a lot of steam when I exercise and it Mm -hmm. helps to clear my mind for the day. You know, I can just think about what I have to do, what's before me a little bit more clearly and, uh, mm-hmm. and then I try not to let a day go by. I'm not great at it. I don't do it. Per- I don't do it perfectly, but I'm um, improving is, uh, searching out things that make me laugh. You know, it's just, if I can get one good, like deep, uh, belly laugh in from something on Instagram, cause you know, the internet has no chill. Uh, right. then that really can just, you know, shift the tone for my day or my evening or something like that. And, um, So I think that's great. Hats off to your mom for, you know, giving you or sort of instilling in you the importance of self-care, because a lot of times, um, you know, we that's not passed down to us, especially as black women. I think we get encouraged to do more with less or the expectation is that we can do all things like we're super women. But, um, you know, it's okay to say we're not super women. We can do a lot. We're awesome. You know, black girl magic is real, but. We still have to take time out because we are still human. And so, um, so I think that's great, you know, and I think it's what's wonderful about it is that you're learning these habits at such an early age. It takes some people a lifetime to get to the place where you are. And so you're just so far ahead of the game. Um, I wanted, I'm not going to keep you too long, but I did want to touch on one or two more things. Uh, You shared with me once before your testimony sort of about your college experience and how you were, uh, you received, I guess, a funding opportunity. And I think it was someone else had declined the offer. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. So just uh, like, give us a brief summary about that because I think it's so inspirational for somebody to hear that, like, you know, God can move any situation in your favor. And um, so just, Mm -hmm. just take a brief minute to share that experience with the listeners okay so I'll try to make a long
1: story short yes Yes. so I attended KIPP DC College Preparatory High School and they have a program called KIPP through college which helps students to and through college that's like their um quote or whatever Mm -hmm. um and they even the students who choose not to go to college they help them to and through a career and they pretty much stay with you for about eight years after college that's what it seems I mean after high school graduation that's what it seems like but honestly if you form a bond with your kid through college advisor it can be a bond for a lifetime like how I feel like me and my advisor are Anywho, in high school, it was brought to my attention by one of the advisors that there's a scholarship opportunity for me to attend a four-year public university um, with free tuition. It would be covered by the scholarship. Wow. So all I would have to come out of pocket with is extra fees and, you know, things like that, like my um, housing and things like that. So I was like, okay, well, tuition is a big chunk of the money so i would i need to get this scholarship yes indeed so i went for an interview at the headquarters building downtown dc at the time and it was me and maybe about 14 other i think there were about 15 of us so we all went down there we had interviews with multiple people in the building and they followed up with us later on that week or the next week and i was told that i was waitlisted but i was number one on the wait list and they had to go to each person who was accepted to make sure that they chose a college that fit the criteria, which was the four-year public university. Oh, and they had to have at least a 40% African-American graduation rate, which I thought was awesome mm-hmm. that they, you know, that was the standard for their scholarship. So one of the students, she decided that she did not want to go to the school that she chose. I mean, that she did not want the scholarship because She didn't want to have to go to the four-year public university that was on her list. She wanted to go to a different school. So I got the scholarship, thank God. And that's why I was able to go to Georgia State University. And I was, as I mentioned to you, that same student, she ended up dropping out of college altogether after her freshman year. And I was just like, wow, like just imagine if she would have chose to go to the four-year university that fit the criteria for the scholarship and then she dropped out after a year we both would have missed out on an opportunity. And I'm just like, wow, it really worked out in my favor because I'm glad, I'm not glad that she dropped out. I I wish her the best, but college isn't for everyone. I'm just glad that I was able to receive that opportunity and that I still earned that scholarship because now I feel like Georgia State has, Broaden my horizons, and I'm going to go far all because I earned that scholarship.
0: And what's so amazing about that, I mean, wow, that's just a powerful testimony. And I want to take a second to talk to somebody who's listening right now. You know, somebody who aspires to go to college or who is in college and struggling to stay in college or, you know, who has been waitlisted for anything, you don't even have to be a college student. If you feel as though you have been put on a waitlist, I mean, there's something that you want for your life. There's a dream that you have for your life. There's a plan that you're hoping comes to pass for your life, a goal that you want to achieve, but you just feel like you've been waitlisted. You know, you've tried, you have worked, you have interviewed, you have reached out to people and you haven't gotten the response that you were hoping for yet. Let this just be an encouragement to you that God can shift the decisions of other people to move in your favor. I just need somebody to really get that right now because sometimes we think that it's all in our control. It's not. There are certain things that we have to do. She had to show up for that interview, right? She had to go to the school and get the grades to at least be considered. She had to do things so that her name was at least in the hat. Now, don't get me wrong. God can do things that you don't even put your name in for. Somebody else might put your name in for it. But the point is, she showed up, she gave it her best, They put her on the wait list, but through things totally out of her control, she ended up being blessed with a full ride to the college of her choice. And so I just want someone to be encouraged with that today, um, that, you know, this is her story, but you've got a story that's unfolding right now as you speak. Even if it doesn't look like it's going the way that you want it to go, it can turn around. So just don't lose hope, you know, and continue What you're doing. So I don't want to keep you much longer, Carmen. I just want to ask you for two things. One closing thought to some of your peers, something just to encourage them, because I will say this. I feel like sometimes this world gives generation, whatever you want to call them, millennials or Gen Z, whatever the name. I feel like they give the younger generation a bad rap sometimes. Um, And it's not always warranted. You know, we see from the great things that you're doing and some of your peers are doing that it's not always warranted. So I just want to give you a couple seconds to give some encouragement to them and then let the people know if you want them to contact you, how they can get in touch with you.
1: Okay, thank you. So first, like you said, um, a lot of times my generation and people in my age group, we always get a bad rep from people that are older than us. But as I think about it and I sit back and I just observe, I see and I know a lot more entrepreneurs that are in my age group than those that are older than us. So we have to be doing something right. Um, There's also a lot more of us graduating. There's a lot of my friends who are first generation college graduates and they're now working on achieving their master's degrees, things that their parents didn't do. So I'm like, we can't be that bad. We're out here getting our degrees. We're getting multiple degrees. We're owning businesses while we're in high school and college. All of these things that we're doing, extracurriculars, outreach in the community, we're feeding the homeless, doing all types of community service. And these are things that our parents say that they're proud of, but at the same time, we get a bad rap for having tattoos or having piercings or the type of music that we listen to. Just know that you no one can influence your decisions but you. We can listen to whatever we want to listen to, we can partake partake in whatever activities we choose to for ourselves, but at the end of the day, as long as you're handling your business and you're making yourself proud, that's what's important. Don't worry about trying to impress others or saying, okay, I'm doing this because I want to make my mom proud or I'm doing this because I want to make my cousins proud that are looking up to me and everything. Sometimes things feel a lot better when you do it for yourself. I know that I had to learn that myself, always trying to please others. You never make yourself happy when you're trying to please others because people have these high expectations for you and you might not be able to achieve them when they want you to. Mm -hmm. So you feel like you let them down when you do things for yourself. You feel so much better. So that's what I want to leave you all with for today. And if you want to. speak to me further or you want to connect with me on social media my instagram name is carmen tucker so you can reach out to me there follow me there i'll follow you guys back feel free to shoot me a dm i'm available and thank you for having all me. right
0: wonderful well we're so glad to have you and thank you so much for being here you've got a lot of great insights carmen and i just encourage you to keep up the good work you know god is using you to do some extraordinary things and i think you haven't seen anything yet he has greater in store for you greater coming and uh, i just encourage you to keep up the good work and uh, we look forward to maybe having you back maybe next time we'll get a group of uh, your friends on here what you think about that
1: yes yes i like that
0: (laughs) okay well i will see you next time okay okay thanks you for joining us on today's episode of the way we live you can connect with us on instagram at way to live wellness or you can reach out to us through our website www.waytolivewellness.com make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the latest and greatest in wellness conversations and until next time be well